Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Transformation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the community. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to wannabe writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner or know of an entrepreneur or small business owner looking to advertise in the Behind the Wheel podcast but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I'm not going to go with we. We now have... We going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash BTW podcast. The details will be in the show notes. That's KO hyphen FI.com forward slash BTW podcast. And one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee. You all know I like coffee. So. Shout out to Latoya Shantae, Soul Inspired, Kimberly Hall, and Kim Isaiah. That's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley. Oh, man. I didn't, I didn't do my introduction. Did anyone do my introduction? Yeah, let's go ahead and do the introduction. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Baby Ox, Baby O D Rock D Livingstone. Woo! So that rock Yo, it's another week. Thank God for another week. Yo, it is a nice day outside. Great day to get out and get some uh, miles in or some sort of uh, activity, walking. I don't know what you want to do. Rock climbing, ride your bike, whatever. Play some ball. I haven't played ball in a while, man. I think I still got, I think I still got a J. You know, I could, I could, I could probably sink a couple of threes. You know, after uh, some repeated tries. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good day to be out. Uh, got some things to uh, take care of today. Oh, man, you know, you think about the news stories in, in, in 2020. This has been a, seems like a, a long year already, you know. Um, I had seriously thought that, that Kobe passed, like, last year. 
And, you know, tag on. This is the beginning of the year. This is, this is January. And you think about all the things that have transpired since then. Um, oh, my God. It's like one thing after another. Uh, you, I couldn't imagine four years of, of going through, you know, battling cancer, chemotherapy, and, and, and still, still out there working. You don't hear anything of it. So I guess it leaves people to, to speculate. You know, but, you know, you see the weight loss and it's like wondering what's happening and you don't know and thinking and I'm like, the whole time this guy's been been in the battle of his life, you know. And uh, the story of him and, and, and Denzel, you know, you get an envelope and, you know, someone tells you that, uh, you know, you're going to be able to go to Oxford because Denzel is paying for it, you know. So he shows up at the event. He's like, yo, you know, thanks for coming to the premiere. He's like, yeah, yeah. You know, I wanted to thank you. For, uh, you know, you know I'm saying, yeah, it's good, it's good. But I'm here, you know, I, I'm, here, you know, I'm glad you enjoyed it, but I'm here to collect, man. Where's the money from for that, that you borrowed, man? It's been happening that I gave you. Mm-hmm. Just hearing the story, I, I, I think I butchered the story, but you get the essence of the story. He was there for the premiere, obviously, he was like, yo, but I'm here to get the money now, now that you've been making some bread. You know, it's uh, it's a good thing, and then to see the, the roles that he's been in since, um, Wow, you know, since uh, since 2018 when Black Panther came out, and somebody Jamila Hill posted, you know, about uh, Chadwick's passing, and someone said, oh, "I never heard of him." Oh my God, you you you're either a troll, or even even if you didn't hear of him, you heard of him now, and it's, it's at someone's past. So you're you're definitely just a troll. And how could you like? Okay, Black Panther. Biggest blockbuster movie out. Marvel. I ain't even if you're not a Marvel fan. But I mean, the just the buildup in the news and everything that that, that was leading up to it that, that surrounded the story. How could you miss that? I guess you I guess you could miss stuff. Who knows? So, yeah, something I would just leave unsaid. Yeah, maybe I should have just left that unsaid. You know, a lot of things going on in the news. Um, we think about politicians. And what's happening, you know, in some of these states and and how this is then going to get turned into, um, you know, just fuel for uh, for um, this guy in, in Washington to uh, to use for his advantage. You know, you have these you have protests and then you have riots and the two are you, know, you, you, you legally we legally have a right to protest. You know, you can do that. Rioting and burning up the city is something totally different. Hey, you know, but these are not like uh, people saying even Biden riots were trending, you know. And then all of a sudden, now this morning, it's uh, Trump's riots are is trending. So it's like, don't get fooled by this. Like, first of all, Biden is not even in office, so this is not un- this is not happening under his watch. You know, it's like in retail, you have an old manager going out. You have a new manager coming in. You know, on one of those first early visits, you might be able to say, well, this is what was there, you know, from previous, you know, managers is left over from that. They might give you a pass, you know, that first visit or whatever. But on subsequent visits, yo, this is your store now. This is your district. This is your region. You got to clean that. This is your responsibility, man. You've got to take responsibility for it. And so I don't understand how people just like allow this to just be 
as if this is something, you know, is happening that happened under Biden's watch. Like all of this stuff, all these protests, all of these, uh, the, the rioting, the, the, the photo ops, the COVID, all this stuff is happening under Trump's watch. And so how could you, like, you've watched all of this for the last, you know, let's just, you can just go to like January. And how can you just watch this and just act like, yo, none of this stuff, this is all Biden's fault? It's, no. You're in office. This is your responsibility. I'm the law and order president. Like, you're just repeating, just playing out the same old script. It's like both of them, both parties. It's like the same old script. And it's like, when are you gonna, when are you gonna try something new? Like, yo, come on, talk, tell the people what they, nah, this works. Let's just keep, let's just keep playing this. They're gonna ride that horse that, until it drops. And then it's like, okay, we need another horse, man. You know, one trick pony. That's it. We're just going with the law and order. Use fear to, to rile up people. Get them all thinking, like, you know, we're on their side, you know, the us against them. You know, and people say, well, we're taking the high road. We're not going to say anything. Yo, if, if you watch that play, you know, you watch that play, it was 67 days away, you know, Michael Moore is like, yo, this, this is getting kind of tight, yo. And this is the same thing that happened back then. Some people like to be able to say, you know, I told you so, you know, well, live and learn. You know, you have a couple of days leading up to it, to November, like I wouldn't sleep. I mean, I get some rest, but I wouldn't sleep like just thinking like it's going to be okay. No, you got to have to get out there and vote. You have to get out there and hustle. You can get out there and speak to the people, you know, and it can't be the same old line. Like the same, you know, if you tried that, that, nah, you got to do something different, man. You can't just keep doing the same old thing and expecting to get different results as if people, no, that's insanity. That's insanity. That is the definition of insanity. You know, so you you're sitting around playing and just being, oh, some some quick quip on Twitter doesn't doesn't. Yo, that's not going to change anything. man. You better get out there and do some stuff. You better get out there and get people to vote. And I don't understand people who have who would have the right to vote. Number one, you know, you have the right to vote. Your ancestors died for you to be able to vote. Right. And then you say, well, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just going to. I'm going to step out. I'm going to sit this out for what, like, I don't, I need to get like an understanding of why someone would want to sit out the election. Like, why would you not want to vote? Because you feel as though, like, I don't, I don't understand. I need, I need some understanding as to why you would not vote. You know, you just don't believe in, in that they just died for no reason. And now I'm just going to sit out. And then what happens like after the election, whatever, whatever it is, it is, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to be, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, I posted like the top five cliches that need to die is what it is. It is what it is. It's in the top five. At the end of the day, you know, that's in the top five. You know, those are these cliches. This, this is not, this is life, yo. This is real life. And so you can't sum it up and wrap it up in a in a nice cliche and expect that things it's just gonna go away. That's magical thinking. It's not just gonna go away, man. It's not. You gotta have to do something. You radically gonna have to do some people, man. Say, oh, you know, he's uh, whether whether you agree with Michael Moore or not. I read the article, you know, and so there's a lot of stuff inside. There's like, yo, 
<laughs> you better not play that same play. If you did that, you know, you know you're guarding somebody after a while. You just realize they, they can't go left. So you cut off their left and you force them. You know, you cut off their right. You know, you make them go left. They can't go that way. You Why? Why? Why not study them? Watch them, you know? Look at their ways. Where are they going? What's going to buy? Play some defense. Go on the offense. Just sitting around waiting for stuff to happen. You know, he's, he wants chaos in the streets. He wants chaos in the streets. He wants riots in the streets. That way he could say, those people are weak on crime. I'm tough on crime. You know, he wins either way. Chaos in the streets. Doom. I'm tough on crime. Goes in, cleans it up. See, I got it together. You know what I mean? Or you didn't blame it on the folks that are out there because they're weak on crime. They're enabling it. So it's like this, this, the, the optics work well for him. The optics work well for him. So at some point you got to say, yo, chill. Like what, what's happening right now? What is, what is the big picture? What's the play right now? What's the play right now? Because now this just this just becomes, okay, what are we doing? What's going on? If I can cast the us against them, that works out. We win. We're back in, at, at 1600. It's business as usual. You sat it out and say, you know, let's just chill. Wait till after November. Boom. Okay. Let the cops do what they got to do between now and November. What is going to change between now and November? If I, if I, if I sit out, yo, let's just... You know, let's have peaceful, peaceful protests. You know, boom, bat, go back in your house. I'm burning up. You know, chill, take it easy. If you're really about it, do that. Just chill. If you're going to protest, protest, and clean up, bounce. But then you have agitators. You have other people who come out and they want to get involved in stuff. You want to go tear up Target. You want to do whatever, whatever. Yo, all that becomes like diversionary tactics. That becomes like, yo, I get it. People are upset. I get that. But like, if I got a business and I'm downtown, I don't, you know, I guess your insurance company might cover it, but you've been building this thing. And to see it like go up and smoke, yeah, you would be upset. Like anybody telling you they wouldn't be upset is, is yo, that I don't understand that. Like you, yeah, you would be upset. But now this whole, this whole, like if you don't, if you're not outraged by it, don't watch the news and have somebody prompting you to tell you that you should be outraged about this. You know, Use some character. Use some judgment. Like, yo, if this is wrong, it's wrong. If that's what you believe, say it. If that's not what you believe, don't say it. But don't say it because you see it on the news and people say, you've got to come out now and denounce this thing. Like, yo, no, just do you. As a leader, as a leader of, of, of the country, yo, yo, he's got to say something. <laughs> he's got to say something. Just chilling and staying quiet is like, yo, I'm not saying that. I'm just going down there. Da, da, da. They, they hold him accountable. Like, why are you trying to hold? And you think about, like, the media, the role that they play in, in, in shaping this narrative is um, it's, it's, it's important, man. It's like, yo, are you seriously doing this right now? So I read this article. You know, this, I thought this was pretty, um, pretty insightful. It was a woman who was giving her, um, who was telling about sharing her experiences in the newsroom. And how she gets to be, um, you know, covering stories and how objectivity is a privilege afforded to white journalists. It's in the Walrus. Wal Walrus. 
Yeah. Tag. I just butchered that. It's in Walbridge, man. It's a pretty, pretty good article, man. I checked it out. It was talking about her, her experiences and how during the Freddie Gray riots, you know, she, she had stopped and she was talking to a couple of, uh, a couple of people in the street and they were sharing their stories, two random strangers. And as they were starting to talk and hearing the others, they started to then mirror each other and complete each other's sentences. You know, she got all the information, got them on tape, got back to the office and shared it. And it was like, were you able to verify their identity? Um, did you check with the police station? So the saying is there was a higher standard. Like you had to go through all of these hoops to jump, to get through. And, and to just, you think they were lying? Like, yo, why would they lie? And then, you know, after the interview, she turns off the recorder and then things start to heat up. It's like, dang, I wish I'd have left the recorder on. Because now that she's running, you know, and and, and and the guys are there. She's trying to get away, trying to get to safety. She's thinking about going out in the train station. They block that off. So she's got to turn another direction. They close that off and you start feeling like you're getting boxed in. The cops are coming at her with a baton. You know, so all of this you would hear, the you know, it sounds like a war zone. Right. You hear the bag snapping on the back as you're breathing and trying to stop and run. And you're hearing all the rustling and the microphone going. But all that. But she turned off the um, she turned off the recorder and didn't capture any of that footage. You know, always be recording. What's her lesson? I was like, oh, you got to you got to you got to do you have to you have to like verify. We got to do our due diligence. We've got to check. You know, you don't want to be a part of the story as a journalist. You know, it's like, OK, whatever. All right. I get that. And you're talking about, like, the police. They just take the police account for it. Like, do you, do you question? Like, they're, they're there. Like, they're using them in the media to help shape the narratives of the story. Do you do you double-check and you just, hey, just feel like, yo, whatever the police say, like, they're right. Just take their word for it. Like, they're not objective. They're, they're, they're sitting there. And that's, it's, they're going to cover up. They're going to, like, it's like, why would you just take their word for it as if, like this is this is this is this is law. Like this is just it, and that's just what people do. This is what some people do. You know, they take the the police officer's word for it, and you think about you know they're 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 an, an authority figure, and so they're right. And then you have folks who are like, yo, who know like the cops in the area, different communities, that police differently, and they know like you're there to protect us. You know, our salaries pay for you to be here. I know the chief. I, I'm outraged. You know, you pick up the phone, you can call the chief because you know the chief. You probably live not a block from you or whatever. And they don't like the, the way things are going. Police chief, you know, now you you get everybody else to kind of fall in line. It's, it's police different there in different communities. You know, the police are sent in to like the inner cities, the urban centers or whatever, and they're there. They don't live there. So they don't have a vested interest in the community. It's like, oh, they're animals. And you have people who, who believe this. You have people who have never met or have, you know, had a conversation with, with, with a black person. And I'm like, I didn't think that was possible. But I, I, I found it that, that that is possible. Like, how, how do you live the whole life without having interaction with somebody from another race? Like, how, do, how does that happen? How does that happen? Like, yeah, so like, I can see, like, you're in New York. I mean, you got to go someplace. Get out. Do something. You just can't live in your, your, your cocoon, your bubble. And you walk in, and you can tell, like, I can tell I go to different places or whatever. Because, like, especially if I'm in, in a new town, or I travel by foot, because that's just, that's, just how, that's just how I roll. And you can tell when, you, when people are like, is that, a, is, that a, is that a black person? Like, you, you would think that you're, like, an extinct um, creature just roaming around. It's like, that's a black man. 
Wow, look at that. Out in the wild. Oh my god. Hey, what are those he's wearing? Are those, what are those? Are those Air Force One? No, those not. Oh, those are Converse's. Are those Converse's? No. Are those Chuck Taylor's? Chuck Taylor's? Plaid pet? I don't, I don't, it's not normal. Wait a second. Wait a is he smiling? Did they, I thought they were always angry. Why is he smiling? I don't, I don't know. You know, you become like, I'm not, no, man. You think about people differently. You see them in different places. Is he running? He's running? Is, is he, yeah, I'm running. I'm like, yo, you got on. Are you, are you a runner? Nah, nah, I got on running tights. I got on running gear, reflective. They, you know, you see me in the winter or you see me in the summer. You see, like, yo, yo, I got on 4%, man. Or I'm rocking my trees and they're like, oh, what are those? What are you, what are you, are you a runner? I, I'm like, as if, that's almost like insulting, man. As if I don't look athletic. I think I look athletic, you know. If I suck, you know, if I, if I don't suck in my, I don't like, you know, gut, a little, a little. A little, little something developing there, you know. But um, yeah, I'm a runner, man. It's not, it's not unusual. Why? Well, I mean, for some it might be. It's not unusual. I mean, I showed up. I remember showing up at races, and you'd be the only. I'd be the only black person there. You know, or another, another. You know, you see one or two sprinklings, like salt and pepper, like pepper, more so because a lot of salt hanging around in the audience. It's not their fault, you know. It's just. Whatever. You know, you look up and you're like, oh, I see you, see me, see you. You see me? Okay, cool. And to, to you know, you get out, you start, and I'm, I'm running, and I'm like, oh, wait a second. I'm paying for this? Like, why am I paying to run? This is bizarre. But hey, I'm out here. Let's go. And then you 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 see that you, you get, like, you get smoked by some old white guy or some old white woman. And it's like, it's, it's it can be damaging to the male ego. The male ego is fragile. I just got, let me just... Take a pause for a moment here, and let's just, can we agree the male ego is fragile? So imagine, as a black man, you know, I'm thinking I'm fit. I'm thinking, you know, I, I, you know, I can run. And I'm getting beat by some old white guy or some old white woman. And I don't say that with animosity. It is just the ego that is speaking right now. It's not me. It's the ego. The, and, and then they'd be saying, you know, so when you think about all these all these myths that are out there, you know, we run, we're strong, enduring, you know, we're like superhuman. Nah, man. I like, I hadn't been running. Mm -hmm. And even still running. There's a guy, Dr. Blur, we call him Dr. Blur, sexually known as Dr. Blur. He's gotta be 60 something years old. You know, old white guy, you know. And um, glasses. You would not think this guy is fat. Like, you don't see him. Like, I'll see him at the beginning of the race. We're talking. I think he's a Mizuno fan, if I'm not, from what I remember. Sneak ahead. Anyhow, so we'll be talking, you know. He's like, yo, you know, we'll see at the race. You know, he's there. You know, good vibe, good energy. You know, he's got to do the lunges. Got to do the lunges, man. Got to do the lunges and squats. I'm like, all right, all right. Got to do lunges and squats. Okay, you warming up or whatever. Bell goes off after the singing and stuff. He's gone. You know, you see him at some point, like, midway during the race. And he's doing this thing. Pick him up, put him down, pick him up, put him down, pick him up, put him down, pick him up, put him down. And he's just, you know, like clockwork. He's going. He's going. You know what I mean? I pass by him, zoom. I'm going. I'm like, oh, kill Dr. Burr. Dr. Blur, history. Put a rap on it. And then I, you know, I'm looking up and I'm like, wait a second. Is that? Is that the doc? Yo, he just. And he's going by me. Pick him up, put him down, pick him up, put him down. Just, just stand there, right there in the groove. 
in the groove, you know what I'm saying? He's he's right there in between the track, you know, and, and, and it's just smooth and it don't even look like he's gone. Before you know it, he's a blur. He's gone. He's out of there because this is something he's been doing for years, you know? This is something that he's been doing for years. Hey, and you live and you learn. You get better. You know, you put the time in, you're going to get a result, you know? As with anything else, you put the time in, you spend time with people from different cultures, you start to realize everybody is different. And you got some knuckleheads that are white, got some knuckleheads that are black, you got some knuckleheads that are Hispanic. You got, you know, you got, there's, there's enough knuckleheads to go around to be dispersed through different ethnic groups. You know what I mean? There's enough of that. You gotta have some Richards out there in, 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 in among us. You know, what do you want? Those are not the those are not the majority of folks. That's why you got to you got to get out there and, and, and talk to you got to get out and press the flesh. You know, probably not touching people. Don't touch anybody, now, especially now with COVID. You ain't doing to touch anybody, but especially with that. You know, this things going around. So you don't want to get accused of of sexually assaulting anyone. You know, but you just you're gonna have to get out. You're gonna have to do something. You're gonna have to press the flesh. You're gonna have to talk to people. You're gonna have to get to where the rubber meets the road. You're gonna have to go that there and get a message out. You have to do that. You, yeah, you absolutely, 67 days, you can't sleep. You can't just be, oh, this, these are, these are typical, typical areas where we normally win. So we just going to trust the data. <laughs> Yo, don't, there's no experts said, man. Don't trust, these guys aren't experts. The majority of people in media got it wrong. These aren't experts, yo. Just because they've been doing it, they're not experts. They, it sounds good. Put a suit on somebody, put a tie on them, matching, got nice light background, graphics at the crown or at the bottom, you know, going to the, we got, you know, the delay, you got the boxes up there and those are the talking heads. Those aren't the experts, man. You better get out there and start talking to people. You better get out there and start talking to people. There's so many undecided people and sit around, you know, from what I'm hearing, Chuck, Tom, in the studio, back to you. Like, yo. You better get out there and really actually start talking to people instead of having just talking heads talking at people. You better get out there and start talking to people and meeting with them and finding out what's going on. Make sure they get out there and vote and they're doing something. The poll, you better get out there and start doing something instead of just talking heads, just regurgitating and making an assessment of what I'm seeing. The stats are saying, you know, like, really? You think people are caring about all that? Like, I haven't worked. Speak to my need. Like, how am I going to eat? You know what I mean? How do I put food on my table right now? That's that's the pressing issue right now that people got. You know, people have lost their jobs. Some people don't have the luxury to work from home. Yeah, so they, they're concerned about different things. You know, they're not concerned about what you're talking about. Van or Anderson, you know, <laughs> going back and forth criticizing Trump. Like, y'all better get a strategy. Because just mocking this man is not a strategy. That is not a strategy. That is, that's good for ratings or whatever, but that's not a strategy to get in, as far as getting him out of office. That, that's, that's not a strategy to, to get people to vote because the people who are tuning in to CNN are probably maybe already got their minds made up. You better get a strategy, Democrats. Better get a strategy to get out there in the streets to get people to actually vote. You better get a strategy. You, you think about talking about people at the ground level and say, yo, what are you going to do to stop some of this, these optics that are going on. Yo, if y'all, that's what y'all want to do, yeah, do that after November. Like, delay it. Like, delay the game. If that's what you want to do, delay it. But you better get a strategy. You better get something in place that's going to get people to, to actually start thinking about, you know what? I, I see what's going on. You know, I, I hear him. Like, he's never worked. 
a day in his life. Yo, like, okay, so he's sending people in. This 17-year-old, now this guy, homegrown terrorist, you know, Christian organization. Now they supposedly Christian. Uh, I did the air quotes. You could tell. You hear the hand drop. That's the hand dropping. Yes, air quotes. Put my hand down. I don't know why I do air quotes. But supposedly a Christian organization, they raised almost $100,000 for his defense. He is not a hero. He's not a hero. And so they can cast the news. The media can, can spin something like a spin cycle, man. They spend more. There's more spinning going on in newsrooms than actual spinning in a laundromat across the country, in laundromats across the country. There's more spinning going on in newsrooms. They, they put some more spin on. Yo, he is a murderer. That's what he, he's not acting in self-defense. He's a 17-year-old terrorist. Somehow another got his hand on a weapon. He's not even old enough to drink, but somehow he's got a, a weapon. Like, who drove him there? Huh? What'd you say? Yeah, he had to get there. Somebody drove him there, right? I guess. Somebody had to drive him home. Okay, that's, that's interesting. How did he get the gun? Oh, well, we, we, we don't want to ask those questions. Huh? How did he get the gun? Who got the gun? Who put the gun in his hand? Who's defending? Who's cats? Who's putting the spin out there that this guy is, he's, he's, he's a hero. He's stepping up where the police are not doing it. Huh? What did you say? He's stepping up with a gun? Oh, he's got a gun. He's got, oh, he's got, he's got an assault rifle. Legally, you know, you can carry, open carry. But now this guy without a weapon gets shot in the back seven times. So you tell me, you know, his father, his father is, is a, is a um, Jacob Blake's father is it? He's a colorful individual. You know, I think I was watching, watching the news with Anderson and um, he I forgot what Anderson said that led to him saying, well, some people think Brussels sprouts um, taste good. And, and it, there was this silence. And Anderson is like, I, I don't get the reference. He literally said, I don't, I, don't, I don't get the reference. He was at a loss. Like, I'm like, what did he say? I was kind of, what I, I got, I get the, I get what he's saying. You know, some people have a different opinion. Some people think that Brussels sprouts taste good. But I don't remember what Anderson said that led him to say that. You know, and it was just like, yo, where's he going with this, man? Where did, where did, that, where did that come from? But what he said that was that was really on point, there's no disputing it. Those are the two justice systems that you see on display here in America. Guy, assault, wife, rifle, draped over his shoulder, running towards the police, gets a high five and some water. And the guy, no weapon on him, gets seven shots in the back. Those are the two justice systems. And now they're trying to paint this guy Rittenhouse as a um as a Kyle. They're trying to portray him as you know, he's he's stepping up. He's he's an American hero. You know? He's just doing what the police have failed to do. The police have failed to do. This is what they're saying. This is what the police have failed to do. And that's this is saying not as it's the, it's it's the police. You're saying the police failed to do this? The law and order people are failing to do this? Oh, did you who you gotta blame it on? It's like, come on, this doesn't make sense. Yo, know, he's a terrorist. They like this whole idea of this guy coming in there. And he's going to be, he's going to take the fall for them. It's like, yo, these people are using people as pawns. This guy's life, for whatever good, bad, or indifferent, he's, yo, his life is going to be, 
It's going to be something else. But you know what? That's not my main concern. My main concern is not his life. I'm sorry. It's not. So, yo, I got, I got stuff to do. You got stuff to do. Whatever y'all got going on today, y'all make it a good one. Enjoy your day. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. That's, la- that's l- the remainder of the weekend. We got a couple of hours. And then jump started into uh, next week, man. Y'all have a good one. We out. Ooh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta open up the door. Yeah, man. All right. That feels good. <laughs>